Hey, 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 everyone. It's your weekly corner spacey. It's almost the full gang here. We've got Nick. Yo. Rob. Greetings. And also Kieran, this lovely voice that you're hearing right now. Uh, Yulia is back from Croatia, spreading Croatian coronavirus to Berlin. You uh, joke about this, but she's actually sick. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so it's a very welcome to the special strain. episode where we mourn <laughs> Yulia. Very rare. Uh, um, Croatian coronavirus is just the same, except you hate Serbs now. Um, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, we are joined by Jean Uga, better known as mm-hmm. Amazing Gaijin, all the way yeah. from Paris. I said it the right way, you Philistines. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I call him based on his uh, Twitter handle, the as he calls himself, the Techno Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, now it's Techno Emil Durkenheim. <laughs> you to, oh, boo, you, have to, you have to tell me how the book is. I think it's really old and boring. Yeah, I think it's boring as shit too. <laughs> The sociology of suicide. <laughs> you guys <Yes>. read? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I just like the idea. I don't know if Hunter S. Thompson ever. I guess at some point he would have heard techno music because he did. He didn't die that long ago. No, he, he just. He, I think he died in the early early two thousands, and Johnny Depp was friend with him, and and, <laughs> and he killed himself in a ranch. He blown his yeah. brain out. In yeah, his rhymes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he wrote about it, right? I've always said it. And he's like, come on, this won't hurt. And he's like, Pow. So I just yeah. like the idea that like, he died in the early 2000s. He was friends with Johnny Depp. And you know Johnny Depp is the kind of person who like plays you techno songs from his phones. Being <laughs> No, dude, Johnny Depp totally has like a horrible taste of music. And I think we all like, know this. Like, yeah, it's like but bad techno. The, no, uh, no, no, no. Johnny Depp's like really into like shit like Aerosmith and stuff like oh, that. Oh, okay. I see what you're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Like, he's legitimately in a band with, with Joe Perry. He does kind of really? look. Yeah. He does kind of look like a better, Sick. better looking version of Kid Rock. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kid Rock probably has better music taste than Johnny Depp. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And so um, we've already been talking about our, our topic for today, Johnny Depp truthers. Why Amber Heard <laughs> is lying and he is right. I literally uh, had a woman talk to me about this for hours. What? In, wow. in Munich. Oh, yes, you mentioned this. <laughs> Mention it for the audience, though, because this is insane. But I... All I'm saying is uh, she's, she wants people to do their research, okay? <laughs> yeah, just, I'm just asking questions. Okay. Just look it up. No, we're here to talk about uh, the hottest new techno clubs in Berlin. Uh-huh. Uh, everything's reopening. The parties have started again. Coronavirus, just think of it as it's a, it's a fun new thing to add to the mix, you know? You, there's, all, there's all kind of... Uh, you just like like, s- like slide the fader in, you know, slide a little bit of coronavirus. A little bit, just a little bit of coronavirus, <laughs> kind of spice deck up a the night. Is like the hot new track. As a trick. Deck B. As a trick. Now, back in the day, yeah, you used to have to pay at the door to get a virus. Now, that's just. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to look like it's notoriously hard to get into Berlin, Berlin clubs. And so now you have to look like you have coronavirus before they let you in. Like, you got to be wearing all black, maybe cough a little bit, but, you know, not too much because you don't want to look like you're trying too hard. Yeah. Just a very, like, dispassionate cough. Uh, <laughs> cough, but, like, look like you don't care about coughing. 
um, yeah, so nonchalant cough that you possibly can. Uh, so, Jean, we want to ask you what are the hottest spots in Berlin right now to go out? I, I heard you've been you've been uh, checking out the reopening scene. Yeah. So I've been not partying so much because I'm actually a germ freak, but. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> so, it's little, it's little things. things that'll keep you alive in the, yeah. <laughs> in the brave new world. It is the little things that will kill you. Yes. So exactly. So like. So the only time I think I actually parted it was it, it was when I was com- commissioned by resident advisor to talk about this Elsa Open Air, like the first the first legal one, because people used to like go to Heisenheide and you know super spread that 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 Roni. And and now the the local government was like, oh yeah, we're trying, you know, to uh, lower the curve. So let's um, do parties, but where we can actually um, track down the how the virus spread. So there's this thing will happen at at at, at Elster, and yeah, if you want me to talk more about it, let me know. I'm well, just give us, uh, give us, describe the atmosphere for us, because okay, to me so, it sounds like Berlin government's a little like the cool dad, where it's yeah. like, if you're going to get coronavirus, I'd rather you do it in my house <laughs> and check on you. You can cough on each other. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like, okay, yo. so like, it's exactly this. So there's like, so the thing is like, you have like the, the cool dad saying like, okay, guys, and open your thingy, but also the the club have to like enforce and implement uh, security measure, measure in order for it to be as safe as it can be during a global pandemic. So, so I, I for example, you you have like you know like in the supermarket you have like those marker on the on the on the floor to tell you where you should stand. So you can social sure. distance. So you have that like uh, at the entrance of the club in order to 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 cue social distance. And when you get inside, you you the first thing that you see is like this huge like hand sanitizer. So like you can sanitize your hand. You know, like <laughs> it's like the holy water when you walk into mass. Yeah. Like the font at the front of a church, yeah. Yeah, no, but I mean, like in all like seriousness, Berlin clubs needed that like years ago. <laughs> exactly, exactly what I said in my article. I was like, I don't understand why we didn't have hand sanitizer and like soap in the bathroom because soap in the bathroom wasn't like. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. you, you didn't. You didn't just dis- like Berlin clubs didn't discover the racket that Irish clubs have, where there is a guy in the bathroom waiting to sell you soap, and also like oh, no way. Spray. That's like yeah, that's yeah. that's an American thing too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no way. I'm thinking though that then like maybe one of the security measures could be like you know the scene in Parasite where they're like um, uh, uh, like disinfecting the streets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like gas and then like yeah, the yeah. family like is like just they just inhale it uh-huh. it's yeah. that like a club in berlin is just gonna be that like all right oh like, that would be nice i mean yes treat me like a poor korean 
Yeah, and, like maybe it fucks you up. Like no one. I mean, like I don't think that it would. When be... the when the beat drops, they just like psh, they spray all of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Nice like, uh, yeah, yeah. like the, the the smoke machine, but with this. I don't know what is this substance. Well, I don't know what is gas. Yeah. But it's yeah, <laughs> foam parties are already a thing. Just yeah, it's now soap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah, like this way less chlamydia. <laughs> I'm not sure so, about that. I'm not sure how. No, it no, works. yeah, because <laughs> historically, foam parties have always just been an excuse for guys to grab ass. It's not good. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, so, but Jean, I want to ask you. Like, so I like to go out. I've been out sometimes in <laughs> Berlin or, or, or Germany. But since coronavirus started, and I don't mean this in like a holier than thou way, I just think it's not going to be it's fun. Like, I mean, if it were, yeah. if it were a lit party, yeah. I'd be like, all right, I'll go out. Okay, okay. But it just yeah. sounds like there are these people going around making sure you don't get too close. You can't, yeah. you have to stand a certain amount apart. Okay. I imagine the lines are terrible because yeah. there are already two hour lines to get into clubs and yeah. now it's, you know, less so, uh, capacity. So can I jump in as the, as the person who does not like clubbing? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Can I jump so, in as the person who um, is kind of with Kieran, but then also kind of not? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay. you're halfway house. Okay. But like, Okay, so I'm weird. Like I, I paid for my college fees in Ireland by being a DJ, but I fucking hate clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, so my main understanding of why anyone would go to a club is to find someone to fuck. Yeah. So if there's social, okay, yeah, okay, he agrees <laughs> with me. He writes articles about it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what resident but, advisor does. It's yeah, like, it's like, it's like okay, where, where, to, or... where to find people to fuck, and like it's, but if there's social distancing, uh huh. How does this fucking work? What are you doing? You break the rules. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, well, yeah that's cool. That's, yeah, there's <laughs> like, there's like the the theory and the practice, the practice because like, I was there, right? So when it was early, people were still being like really good person and being socially distanced. But like, mm. I don't know, like two hours in, I got a girls behind me like, uh, stumbling in my Ikea heels. And I was like, oh, "What the fuck, dude? Like, it's not—it's not even about the corona. It's like you literally stomping on my Achilles heels. It's hurt, bro." <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I hate when I'm at the club and I get my Yeezy stepped on in Berlin. Exactly, uh, fucking Yeezy, uh, like exclusive. <laughs> and, and and like the more the more the more the party goes on, the more it's like uh, we'll stay unsafe. And the more because the people have, have more more fun because they're intoxicated. One of the aspects, of course, of clubbing is like uh, the, the, the 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 like the social aspect of it, meeting up people, as Kieran said, like meeting someone uh, meeting someone to fuck. But it's also like about I don't know having a good time and and like enjoying some good music. I, I love how like in Berlin the music. At the end, <laughs> at the end of the of the thingy, mm-hmm. and 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 so like as like as we go further into the night, the the the, the music gets louder, later, and the people get drunker. So it's like yeah. we have like those. Okay, we have two people making sure that people are not fucking up with the social distancing and so on, but also. It's two people versus three hundred. 
<laughs> I believe that this is called the Battle of Thermopylae. Yeah. Uh, I watched that movie 300 with Greek people, and it was just so funny because they were like, at the end of it, where like they were like, we have more Spartans this time, and they're just like, yeah, we were told the story when we were kids. They lost there too. <laughs> they lost again. Yeah, it's funny yeah, you so. say that though, because Xerxes Palace does. That is what the Berlin Club looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I yeah. feel like the the hunchback guy going in, being like, "Marty, does anyone have drugs for me?" Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just you know, as hedonistic as you possibly can be. Yeah, mm. I mean, not wrong. It's a right? collection of the it's, world's hottest potions. Sorry, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Go on. But like, but like, okay, like trying to be as safe as you can possibly be as like in a setting which is not made to be safe, especially like in a club in Berlin, like like I was thinking lately yeah, like on the edge a little bit. Yeah, exactly, right? But like no. it's like it's like the, the full example of living on the on the edge and like it's like everything can, could kill you, you know, like elsewhere it's like it's like behind this construction site on the street and everything is made out of wood. And like you have like this huge stair and so on. Like if you stumble onto it, am I like getting into the stair or getting on the floor? So it's like okay, we're trying to be as safe as possible in this setting, but but there's still you know some effort made when it, like in the counterpart, like from videos and pictures I've seen about the club scene in Paris, there's no like effort made in that sense because like. You literally, you literally like put people in an opener setting still, but like you put people in like in a small space, and they are like two thousand people, and they are like all like clocked with each other, and like this wedding. Some people are like even like topless and so on, and nobody's wearing masks. So you have like this like two like imbalance where you have like you know the German wedding. Let's put like some some hand sanitizer in the front. Let's social distance. Let's put uh, let's wear all masks. And in Berlin, wearing like masks, it's like it's just like business as usual, right? So just to be clear, because yeah. we're speaking about it a little theoretically, uh, yeah. a lot of people are getting coronavirus from going to techno clubs and yeah. open air raves in Berlin yeah. and in other countries. Oh yeah, For no, sure. the, like the median age of like a person with coronavirus in Berlin went from old people to, like, 26 years old, like, very yeah. quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But the thing is, like, I think, like, the main reason is, like, all those, like, you know, illegal rave uh, we've, been, we've been happening way before that they officially opened um, the club. And so, like, it's, like, in this setting, like, how can you even, like, do any safety? You know, you're, like, out in the open air, uh, so illegal rave. So per definition, there is no like real security or like rules or whatever. So I think this like really participated into like uh, like growing the numbers and also like a funny thing is like people are still traveling. So like at this party, I met like a group of Spanish people. I met mm. like. 
uh, one Londoner and like a group of friends. One from was from London, was which is a hotspot from of COVID, and also by the way, Spain is a hotspot for COVID as well. And one yeah, from yeah, Amsterdam, which is also a huge hotspot for COVID. So I spoke, mm. I spoke like I spoke with people who are literally traveling from like hotspot of COVID coming into Berlin. Going to the setup of like of uh, of a club setting where you are with three hundred or other people and it's like bumping and grinding. Hmm. <laughs> bumping and grinding in the club. Yeah. And grinding in the club. No, they weren't grinding, but like you know, you know, you <laughs> no know one what I mean. You know, Ron Kieran. It's, it's just, been a while. Kieran, we're taking you to one of the techno clubs. Kieran knows about like the Berlin club scene. It's like, I've just will, turned. It's, will, turned. Will, it's a room. It's a room out. primarily of white Germans, like exactly. just moving back and forth. Hey, I've. I will take you out, Kieran. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be deeply I tragic. I want to record it all. Deeply tragic. Yep. Okay. Um, Kieran tries ketamine. <laughs> it will literally be me spending the entire two hours in the queue being like, how do I look 16? How do I make, how do I look like a 16 year old so they don't let me in? I think they're my giant comical lollipop and boy shit. No, what you have to do is that you have to then follow like those like dumb douchey like club rules of like, you know, wearing nice shoes and like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. going like that. Then you won't get in. <laughs> I, I just think like, uh, you, Kieran, if you were like a vlogger or something, like, they always have those like like the title would be like I take ketamine I take way too much ketamine at a Berlin club and it's you with a face like uh. <laughs> I just would love it's if, like a if I saw that minute I would long click on video. it yeah. I, I would click <laughs> on it if I saw it that's all I'm saying um, okay I want to ask you about oh, I just wanted to say yeah, like yeah. like really quickly with that is yeah, that um, I don't want to like. Uh, you know, rat out my flatmates, but I'm gonna fucking do it anyway because you know, something yeah, go ahead, go ahead. never does on social yeah. media. Are you, are you part of the Stasi? Uh, <laughs> absolutely, uh, dude. No, come like, on, like, the thing dude. Imagine like, the Shazi were paying you to just rat out, <laughs> rat out your people yeah, go, I would, going to techno. You know clubs. what? I, I uh, if the Stasi's listening, I have no problem with East Germany. Really, <laughs> please, uh, you know, get you know, get back together. Uh, I really, I really liked your stuff. Uh, no, but the thing that that I, I, I that really bugged me is that then uh, my flatmates just like continuously ended up going to like. Uh, 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 like, what are they? What are they even? They're not raves. They're just like makeshift house parties and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. like, I guess they were like raves and whatnot. And I just was always continuously flabbergasted of like, we're still in a global pandemic. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah just yeah. because you went to a house party doesn't change the fact that then like, there is still a global pandemic. Yeah. Going. Is your yeah, is your flatmate German? Go on. I'm gonna let you guess. Is your, is your, <laughs> it is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a really German attitude because it's like uh, we we like in Germany we we had all this like uh, respiratory device. Even like they flew people from France like in order to use it. So like yeah, we prepared. Worst case scenario, I spent like uh, uh, a week at the hospital and then I'm back. Uh, is this like the, the thing which happened like during the the the, um, the lockdown is like at first like people were a little bit respecting it, but then you know they they, they went back to like spiraling into yeah. the future. They were like, I can't go without my fucking Zontag Spaziergang. I'm gonna fucking lose my shit if I can't go to the park and do nothing. 
Yeah. <laughs> Eat ice cream mainly. Pretty important. Mm, uh, no, I want to take the. I want to. At this point, I want to ask you a more general question to talk yeah. about, like the state of affairs in electronic music. Tell me, tell me, yeah, the, sure. Well, well, because the the scene we're painting here is that like that's my job. I don't know. <laughs> life goes on, or like the show must go on, and mm -hmm. even if there's kind of this weird rules that people don't really follow, mm -hmm. people are just pretending nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. um, and it seems to me that that's you could say that that's because of. That that's maybe like a completely new development out of nowhere, that the coronavirus has ruined everything. Yeah. But mm -hmm. the impression I get is that the techno music scene has always been, has, I mean, is in a bit of a crisis anyway. Mm -hmm. And that a lot of the reasons that, I don't know, yeah, the yeah. show must go on no matter what, mm -hmm. is because DJs don't have a way to make money or clubs yeah. need to stay open because clubs yeah. are such an important part of the... Um, like, like they become institutionalized and, and they're yeah. their source of tourism and, and money. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's an open-ended question, but just start wherever you want there. What, yeah, what's sure. wrong with techno now? For sure, for sure. So the thing is like... It fucking sucks and it sucks, <laughs> but... So the thing is, the, the, the thing is pretty simple. So like clubs are really important in Berlin. They are like cultural institution. Berlin club brought 1.5 billion in 2018. Uh, the the EasyJet uh, club uh, techno tourist is like the, a huge source of income in in Berlin because Berlin don't have an industry so uh, there is no factory in Berlin so like this this is mm. one one point five billion in the in the city budget it's a it's a it's a lot of money also what's happening with the 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 the, the techno scene it's like as an electronic music producer, even in general, if you make music, so like you, you produce your sound and you, 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 you want to sell it or you're streaming on the online platform who doesn't pay anything, um, your main source of income will be playing out. Playing out, Yeah, it's, it's, it's the only thing we will like, if you're lucky, you, you got like a vinyl deal, you got like a bunch of nerds who buy your, your vinyl, in like in in like multiple time they have like three of your vinyl each at home but it's like it's really it's like it's rare you have to be in a certain scene and so on but your main source of income will be touring so all those DJs all those DJs producer they nice balloon all those DJ and pro, uh, <laughs> DJ slash producer they 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 like if like they're really small they don't really have like saving or any source of income so there's like this a lot of e-busking happening so like you busk on the web so like yeah. uh you 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 do a gofundme you do a patreon and and so on so there's like 99.9 percent .9 of the scene who is not working but there's a small percentage uh like in the like in a small uh Small part of the scene who, who who still pay out, who still pay out because they're like fuck solidarity because it's like it's like the the it it, it comes from like a, a working class uh, a, a, like class conscious uh, uh, black people like uh, techno come from from this in Detroit, but. But now it's totally whitewashed. So like you have like you will have like this like little conventionally attractive uh, Berlin DJ who 
will be like, okay, fuck, fuck solidarity. I don't even know what it means because the way that I come in this scene is, is not about class consciousness or like, or like fighting oppression. It's about my personal brand and me making money. So like whatever plague rave I can play in Paris or wherever, I will do it. Or even in Berlin, I will do it. So you, you, there's those people, but also there's like those people who get like 3K for a gig who are part of like business techno who yeah. are like getting flying into Tunisia, Croatia or whatever to play like plug rave where like nobody dance and they get and they and they film like what well, the DJ because like he's a superstar is like a deity and like and so there's this thing happening also so like those, those people are still playing even though Right. It's not safe at all, and they will like they will like they will like defend their thing with the the government said it's safe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I remember. I I mean, like I remember seeing I remember seeing David Guetta and racism on a. On oh a, yeah. Oh fucking uh, yeah. Shout out to York the families. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it's funny, Jean, because you mentioned like so. Uh, what two hours ago, Nick? sent a picture to the group chat of this laminated uh, piece of paper that he found on the street that just says class doesn't exist. Yeah. And it was just someone put it up on a like telephone pole or something. Yeah. Well, they yeah. don't have telephone poles here, but you know. It was a tree. It was up on a, okay, on a tree. <laughs> Nature's telephone pole. And I, I mean, I understand it's whatever a right-wing talking point, but who would say that class doesn't exist? Because even like the FDP, or they just think they're the fucking upper class, you know, or, or they're a striving, hardworking middle class. And then I realized... Maybe it's the DJs who are putting up class doesn't <laughs> exist. You gotta hustle and play if, your play graves and stop talking about class. There's like this this like this like super like famous DJ who wrote like why is everybody's mad? Just take a deep breath and reflect on <laughs> why yourself. You, why you mad, bro? Why you mad, bro? <laughs> just just chill out, man. Just listen just, to the music. Well, yeah, man. It's yeah, just like, close yeah, your eyes. Class doesn't exist because if people keep insisting class exists, then I might have to examine the fact that my dad is a landlord, and I don't want to do <laughs> that. Yeah, like, like, how did you move from fucking Hessen to Berlin to become a DJ with like no income? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I wonder how that happened. <laughs> landlord is nice. Like, it's like it's like there is like this scandal of like this uh, producer where uh, her dad is um, is a bank investment thingy so like he's like a, some kind of Wall Street guy and he's like okay. a, a, implicated into like the coup in Venezuela so like Lindor is like <laughs> it's nothing oh, the, 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 the improv cage yeah. houseman yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But Wait, yeah. does of, she have a techno this, connection this, no 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 it's not, improv, I'm talking about improv else, is the techno but... of middle class white people oh, that is sad the thing that really always kind of like I found hilarious here because I, I, I would argue that then like, OK, obviously, like the Berlin techno scene is directly connected to like the squatting scene and whatnot of the 90s. Like yeah. You can draw a line from there, obviously. 
Um, and this like romanticism of that is obviously still very much around. Mm. Of course. But who occupies then techno right now is literally just like um, they did like a. a um, I may have mentioned this on the show before too, but they did like a, a, and I hate quoting Vice, but still, this is actually kind of ah. funny that they 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 did a, a um they went like on like before election week to bad kind and like asked around mm-hmm. like who what people are voting for like people in line yeah and it was like overwhelmingly CDU <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah like, yeah of course yeah yeah, yeah of yeah. course it's like it's really like yeah like the the, the electronic music scene and and. And techno in particular, it's really like it's not even like it's it's like it's like rich rich kids play, you know. It's like uh, yeah. uh, high school kids who've been into like Saint Martin's in London and they spent like two years yeah. in Berlin and then they 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 all for this day and they just like I don't know like they they, they take the kid. I mean, it's totally brain freeze. So, but the problem now it's like it's like those kids, those persons, they are they are put they have the responsibility of spreading a virus or no. <laughs> they have the virus like, they have, is called the bourgeoisie. Yeah, they have like the, the this like health health other this public health other thing in their hand and they don't know how to think. So it's like okay, good hand. <laughs> But why would you pick out, like, do you see, like, certain, like, what are the specific reasons that techno got this way? Oh, yeah. Uh, or was it always like it, was the scene always susceptible to a kind of whitewashing and financialization? Uh, were there yeah. decisions that certain main players made? Mm-hmm. How, did, how did we get here? Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's like the, the past five years. So, like, five years ago, like, I don't know if you remember, like techno was such was not such a big thing. Nobody cared about that. I remember, like a girl told me she used to listen to techno, and as I, I was like, I was like twelve years old, and I laughed into her face. And and and, but like in the in the past five in the past five years, there were really like this effort of like whitewashing techno and investing that because like. Uh, indie rock, dying down, uh, extreme like extreme music in general, kind of like down down. So that we had to like have this like main counterculture where you can like procrastinate it. And like uh, in the US, in the US case with EDM and like build huge stadium where people gather around and spend their money, right? So you have like this really like huge effort. To whitewash techno, so techno became something which will, which was like interesting to be a part of, but not because of this political aspect of like, you know, being a working class in Detroit trying to like, trying to escape a dying down city and trying to make, trying to make out. Uh, art out of nothing and doing all this Afrofuturistic mm. stuff, but in order like to be cool, you know, well, like cool and like like the the definition of cool changed out. Like before, you have to be like in a band. Now you have to be a general producer or a DJ, and 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 yeah. and, and and slowly and slowly, 
you got so like this like this phenomena always that the, the scene get younger so you have like this new generation of vision uh, producer who came and they are really not aware about any uh, issue of like uh, racial erasure, like black erasure in techno and racial erasure and racial tension and and like the facts like for example like all of the lineups these days are like uh, headlining by white white people and they all like in festival it's only white people when it's like music who come from literally working class people in Detroit from Detroit mm. and and like and like now if you go to the English Wikipedia page I think they say like techno is the word who originated in Germany like I think they even say Berlin or something so it's like there's like this huge effort of really like rewriting the 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 the, the story of techno so like now you have like okay now kids don't want to uh, take a, a guitar and learn how to play smoke on the water. Now they want to learn how to 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 produce music on Ableton. You know, so it's like mm. yeah, this, yeah. and the, this is what happened like in the past five or, or, or ten years, and and having like huge group who are who originally were in charge of like uh, touring, like you know, like metal band, like. Pop band already, pop band now uh, cashing out on electronic music and on techno. So this was what happened like past five years, and this is how you have like this dynamic of of whitewashing. It's like it's like for example the way that women got squeezed out of tech, like because like uh, computer science was used was originally something that women did but when it started making money they got squeezed out which uh, 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 same thing for me, for like for like for uh healthcare it was largely something that women did and then when there is money out of it you have white male squeezing out minority and or a woman and trying to and taking the money and and, and and stuff so it's like yeah, it's a, it's a classic phenomenon. It could have been like any else, any will, any any other subculture, right? But it's techno, and there's all this, as you said, this like uh, I would say, like this romanticism about oh, you know, Berlin, the world, blah blah blah, it shut down. So we had all this space, and then we make we 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 were able to stroll this party, and we 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 were radical, blah blah blah. But you know, it's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I think it fits like perfectly too within the sense of like, I mean, I don't know who the overlords who plan like you know trends are or like how yeah. they you know come about, but there was like a direct correlation between that and the like rebirth of like the weird like cyberpunk phenomenon that we have currently right now with fashion. Uh-huh. Where, like mm. Balenciaga was like the most like the biggest designer of like the last like not anymore not this uh-huh. year, but like the last I would say two three years like Balenciaga dominated like every single trend by just being uh, so deeply ironic yeah. in their like interpretation of cyberpunk. And I think that then within that also came then an appeal from younger people into music that then is also kind of like the complete opposite then 
of what was popular beforehand as like yeah. subculture stuff, like complexity was something that then was seen as like, you know, uh, you mentioned like the indie or metal scene where like, you know, songwriting or, you know, uh, I knew, like, cause I, I was in the metal scene and like the complexity of your music was like a big deal and this and that. Yeah. And that. Um, and for the, techni the, the technicality. Yeah. yeah. And for techno, it's like, you know, you strip everything back away, which then, you know, yeah. in the sense of that, then being something that then is one extremely easily marketable. Yeah. Um, um, that then, then appears as then being a subculture because it used to be a subculture, yeah. you know, um, and then repackaging that then within the sense of, of this, you know, um, very in your face, very mainstream, high fashion that then is trying to pretend that it isn't high fashion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, and even like, I mean, look at them, like the styling. I mean, for people who care about fashion, there's like, look mm -hmm. at like what like, like Kanye West did with fashion. Like, mm -hmm. that's the mainstream. Like, you're not uh, interesting because you like no. like Balenciaga or Yeezys e or, or, you know, no. any, any of this other like, you know, goth, no. techno, cyberpunk mm -hmm. shit. Like, that's, that's a good example. Like, yeah, just yeah. genuinely. Because like Kanye like, West literally put out a techno album when he did Yeezys. Yeah. Yeah. And he like yeah, he yeah. fly he flied out all this like uh, uh, electronic music producer from Paris yeah. in LA. And he was like, "Okay, make me, you know, like yeah, I, I, I can't." I, like, I guess I have to like I guess yeah. I have to like 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 reiterate that because it isn't in the sense of that then like the like. This dark style is in something yeah. that then isn't like transgressive, like yeah. I guess you know, like in a subculture in its own way. Because yeah. there is then simultaneously, like out of that, there's also then like a really big, like you know, like goth and emo rap thing that that's yeah. actually underground. You know, like yeah. as much as in like okay, like you know, you know Lil Peep was big or not. Like, look at how many like rap groups are like diverting from like like taking then elements of that, but then like making it still like this like underground sort of thing where like techno yeah. isn't doing that techno is taking this imagery but then still just being really mainstream about it yeah. and i mean like everyone you meet in this city is into techno mm. like we're three years ago they were probably into like i don't know fucking like mumford and sons or some shit yeah yeah, yeah. for sure for sure that's the thing is like you have like that's the thing like you have people who discovered uh electronic music or techno three years ago who are now like in place of being a gatekeeper of this culture, all, all like super like, you know, super anal about it, and be like, oh yeah, uh, if 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 it doesn't sound like it, this it's not like techno, and they have all this like kind of like uh, because like now techno is not innovating anymore. There's like some producer who are innovating, but who will be not called. Uh, techno in a classical sense of it. There's a lot of music going, electronic music going on where it's not like so more so foreign for based. And I come more from this background of like this kind of UK sound who mix music from like the African diaspora, the Jamaican diaspora and so on. So you don't have this, this structure on foreign for. But, but like, like those people will be like, Okay, yeah, this is a techno track, this is not a techno track, and you have to mix on vinyl, and you have to do this, you have to, you know, a lot of rules would just, like, uh, um, like, pigeonhole this, 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 this music and don't make it move forward, and you, you reach a point where, like, uh, the music was more uh, forward thinking in the 80s. And now it's it, yeah. now it's just like a pastiche of of, of 
of what happened in the 80s and the free of Belleville and what Jeff Miles was doing and so on. So it's like, it's, it's, it's really, as you said, it, you know, it's like with the metal scene, it's what, what happened with like, I don't know, like with like Hot Topic and all this stuff, you know, you have, you have to like do, <laughs> you have to take this subculture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, you have to, you have to take this subculture and like make it appeal to like the, all the teens. And then they go to the mall and they buy, they buy the look, right? Buy so much Invader Zim shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. Wait, Jean, I just wanted to ask quickly. Uh, you mentioned like people who just discovered a, a new subculture yeah. immediately becoming gatekeepers of that yeah. subculture. And I wanted to clarify if you're talking about techno or left Twitter. Just uh, <laughs> that was both. a little like both. <laughs> you know it's both. <laughs> I don't like this. This is um, no, because like it, it is interesting because this is uh, this is something you see like over and over and over and over and over. Because yeah. like so, when I was when I was young and I was like doing electronic music, I, it was the the big thing was like Flying Lotus, the like yeah. laptop beats kind yeah. of stuff that was happening around that time, yeah. and just before that i remember distinctly like mid 2000s huh? everyone particularly in ireland like uh, and i'm sure this happened elsewhere but like everyone was convinced that house music was invented by justice oh like, yeah. The, the <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, it's, completely, it's com- huge you know 2007 yeah. right am i right are we are we yeah. stitching on how old we are <laughs> yes, yes, we are. <laughs> um, but like that i just i even back then i was like yeah, I like some of their songs, but like House is House is really old. But that's, like I have a Chicago funny story and... about that. That's that's yeah. really interesting because like the way like it's it's the same thing thing with Daft Punk, right? So basically Daft mm-hmm. Punk is just a ripoff of like Chicago house music, right? But me as a French person, that's how I discovered house. I discovered house through Daft Punk. And I discovered uh, other kind of music through justice, not gonna lie. Mm. And I discovered like other another part of electronic music through boys noise. And 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 and, and 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 so but at the end of the day when you took it off, when you when you when you look when you look at it, just like a ripoff of house music. And like even like Daft Punk they have a song where they like shout out all the people they 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 they, they, they ripped off. I think it's teacher. Yeah. And they're like DJ Swogo, DJ something, and they all like they they, yeah. they, they, they say everything. So it's like it's like yeah yeah you have those trends and this like kind of whitewashing like it's like erasure erasure of culture because like how the fuck I discover a house with Daft Punk that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think the the issue is more like because. Naturally enough, musicians always like have their inspiration. This yeah, for sure. any art form, yeah. yeah. But the the issue is when like Daft Punk are the ones who become famous, and then like all the black and gay people who made the house yeah. in Chicago happen are just like kind of ignored. Yeah, they did, they, they did, they did, like they, like what happened with Daft Punk? They did like an album. I, I get. I think it's Discovery, and they like mm. heavy, heavy sampled uh, Chicago house. No, like only one person got paid, and also, which is really disgusting with that thing, is like uh, Toma Bangalter dad is also like heavily into like ripping off black music or 
exploiting black people because he's been uh, producing uh, Zouk, uh, which is like uh, French Caribbean black music, and he's been like a producer for this kind of for, for this kind of thing. So, thing, so, so he have like a, so so what he was doing is was like. Uh, doing uh, producing a, uh, a band called La, Com La Compagnie Creole, and he was producing also like some 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 black artists uh, from the US that afterward his son sampled and didn't pay. <laughs> so it's like it's like you know it's like generation. That's how you build generational wealth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I wanna so. I've never been to Detroit, but I, I lived in Chicago for a while. And yeah. even though I didn't really, I wasn't fully aware of like what house and techno, like I'm like, okay, it's like this old, like, I, don't, I probably thought it was like computer music or something. Yeah. But yeah. I remember thinking like, I want to go check out like, oh, if this was born here, I want to go like see the sites, like where yeah. the building, you know, I mean, I'm just curious. And if you walk around the city, not only is there like no plaque, no uh -huh. like spot or like commemorating where the warehouse was, you know, yeah. that's um uh, maybe apocryph apocryphally, however you say that word, uh, warehouse got its name from. There's not only is the building gone, there's no plaque, there's nothing. I think that even the street has been changed. Yeah. So yeah. like it's just like demolished the like physical landscape yeah. of where this happened. And so the question to to bring it back a little bit to like the the act of the rave or the mm -hmm. party, and it's like so the subculture exists and cultures always yeah like borrow and mutate and whatever. But how how does the like having a spot to play like how does that fit into this because mm -hmm. a lot of the the djs came to europe right and, and yeah. played at these kind of squat parties and, and stuff like that and like how, what's the difference between because because chicago to me seems different than like we're talking about berlin whitewashing mm -hmm. but chicago was like actively uh like repressing it yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it, in 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 the social form because yeah. that's just it's a super segregated city yeah and, and a very racist city especially back yeah. then. but like, I, I saw the peak where they, they they leverage the the bridge so black people can't protest into the uh, yeah. downtown oh, yeah, that's yeah. so fucked that up a, like, that was a real um even uh, even apartheid south africa didn't have that <laughs> some people might not know this in 1979 there was something called uh, disco demolition night or disco oh, demolition true, yeah. derby. Do you guys know about this? Yeah, I heard about and that. It yeah. was like literally all these people filled almost entirely like white uh, Chicago Chicagoans. They filled the baseball stadium, Comiskey Park, and it was organized by like a rock DJ or something. And they just went there and just smashed disco records because yeah. they're like, "Fuck disco, we're just yeah. gonna break yeah, it all." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just this like carnival. -esque. Talk about a yeah. rave! It's like a carnival esque scene of like yeah, yeah, yeah. destruction and like you know. I don't know. So you have that on one end and you have Berlin on the other end. And so yeah. where is like this scene and raves and the culture, where is it supposed to flourish? How, how does it operate between these poles? Yeah, so it's interesting. Like yesterday I, uh, I was, uh, I was uh, watching um, a video from Anson Festival and they were the owner of Pezzo, uh, Dimitri something, this old German guy that they always, always uh, invite everywhere about Berlin club culture and it's like yeah the wall blah 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 so he said it, like part of the money that he made out of Trezor he sent he built um, he built a school of music in Detroit so okay. Okay. that's that's 
good for him, good for him, good, good, good move. Uh, so you have this thing also going on. You have this exchange, but also how the uh, you you're talking about a more like uh, uh, urbanism uh, question about okay, how did they flourish? So there's two things. There's one thing. There's like this particular, uh, really American thing of hating history and being historical. So like, and on top of racism, right? So like. You, you you have this intersection of like we don't give a fuck about history like it happened and happened we're not gonna put a plaque of it you know you will have like a plaque in Berlin about whatever or in France about whatever about something who happened like 30 years ago or 20 years ago yeah. but in the US I, I guess it's, it's, it's not that much especially for club culture and especially for mm. uh, culture who was made by LGBTQ plus people and black people so they're not gonna put a plaque for th for this and 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 so you have just should have been confederate generals uh, yeah yeah that's that's <laughs> what they want to put them they put they put a monument about this guy who like was a sniper in iraq during like the oh, last oh yeah Chris oh, yeah, Kyle yeah, yeah. yeah. does he ever yeah. yeah. a fucking Chris Kyle monument yeah, yeah. oh that thing's fucking wacky yeah. It's like a nine foot tall Chris Kyle monument. Damn. Yeah. He, here's the nine foot tall Chris yeah. Kyle monument. He was yeah. a sniper in Iraq and also he invented house music. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think and Chris Kyle intended to be very racist. Yeah. So, yeah, so this is, you, you, you see, this is where they invest the, 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 the black foot death. But, mm. uh, so there's this thing going on, but also what you need to think, it's like, okay. Uh, race culture is something which come out of like uh, a, a like a counterculture against like the bottle service club, you know, uh, and 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 also like they 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 build they do events where they can do, and it's like a whole other ethos. I've been to some of those raves. Really dangerous. The staff will not recommend it. But, <laughs> but, but, this is like this is a total different scene from what's going on. Like, what's going on with the techno scene in Berlin has nothing to do with the rave scene. And I, I don't think, I don't think there is even rave in Berlin. There is like this kind of you know opener, okay, illegal opener. But the rave is like it's it's something else. Like it's like you are in the F info line, so you only get the information through text, and you get them last minute, and they don't send you the locations. They tell you step by step how you get there, and then you get there, and it's like usually like it will be like in you know, an old bunker or something like weird and dangerous like that, where everything is falling apart. And, and 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 you get there and like people have like this kind of like I don't want to go fully hippie here but like they have like this like ethos of like being nice to each other but also because you have to because the the fucking location is dangerous so like I don't know if somebody <laughs> if somebody is falling and you don't pay yeah. attention you have like like somebody dead in your event you know so it's like it's like really like looking, 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 uh, looking out for each other and so on and all that hippie bullshit. But 
but like what's happening in the techno scene in, Be in Berlin is more like I will say like it's more like two things. It's like either like okay, uh, we were before COVID. It was like we we are against Berlin club culture, which is really weird to be against of because you have a, a lot of liberty inside. So we want to do like something who looks like it's like a laughing into like rave culture from the 80s mm. in, 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 in that uh, in, the, in the UK with like the spiral tribe and blah 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 and okay we're gonna laugh from that and and we we're gonna do this or or there's like this like the the, the, the club you know the, the, the main club and the, the opener thingy this is like the two the, the two culture in Berlin. Now with COVID, what happened? It's like people. There is like there is, Berlin is the capital city of fetish and of hedonism and and of drugs and everything. So like you have you put those people into quarantine and they have nothing else to do. They can fuck. They can have drugs. They can have nothing. They go nuts. So what happened is like when the the, the quarantine kind of like was like taking a little bit of too long they started they starting throwing their own party in Eisenhower and all next to Temple of and blah 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 I don't want to snitch I'm a part of Stasi but that's what that's, that's what I'll gladly do it for you what you said I glad I will gladly do it for you I see I see the these parties as nothing as a, a an extension of of Bourgeois capitalism and individualism, and it must be stopped. Yeah. That's so. true. That's that's a sense of entitlement. It's like, okay, everybody else is stuck inside, but me personally, I don't. Exactly. I don't believe. Yeah, in this I will bullshit. snitch on them. I do yeah. not care. We're all CDU voters as well. <laughs> so yeah, this is it's what the, happened. It's the, it's the old East German CDU. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Something yeah, about it. I don't strong, know. Strong sense of entitlement. It's like, mm. why? Why am I inside? You know, I, I'm I'm young. I'm not gonna get sick. I don't I don't give a fuck about old people. Anyways, there's no old people in Berlin, so I do whatever I want. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could just say that the entitlement is like, I don't know. With like in 2020 in the world, especially like, I don't know whatever you're talking. If people can't, people don't feel political. People don't feel. Um, exactly, like yeah. as any kind of other organization all that's left over is just your own personal entitlement yeah. Yeah. Rob, whatever you uh, have you know what are you going to start fucking quoting Fukuyama now so ah! you, you hustle like, come the, on. the point of the Fuck grind Fukuyama. is so that you can get entitlement it seems like I mean that's the way that's what I I don't know it's just it's very sad to me but that, okay <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> Do let's go back on, on let's go back on Fukuyama like just one second you have this Please. thing of like okay like oh, no. you have this shit of like okay the, the history is over. Music. It's it's over. In, in, in the history is over. The fall came down. Blah blah blah. And sometimes it feel like that feeling because when when people have no sense of like what is it being aware of like people who are less like fortunate than you who might be immunocompressed, immunocompressed, who might be older than you, so they are more fragile to the shit. And people are like, what? I don't know. It's like, you know, it doesn't touch me, it doesn't hear me, I'm just here to party. Yeah. The story is definitely over because it's like no political engagement, 
no nothing you know there's no like moving forward it's just like this like kind of bubble of hedonism and 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 bad yeah. stuff. berlin is like the perfect berlin is like the perfect fukuyamaist city if you're young yeah because it is yeah it is exactly just that of like you can pretend that the 90s are still happening yeah um you like they the internalize this really stupid reactionary thing of like Berlin is like I'm Abba sexy, yeah. you know, which was said by a member of the FDP. Like, <laughs> oh, you. Fuck. Uh, Guido Vestaveda was the what one is? who said that. Yes, yeah. so it's also offensive. His name's Guido when he's German. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> you know, that's that's a whole other topic. But yeah, no, I mean, so like the idea then of like Ber- Berlin being this like place where you can just like embrace this like you know poor but sexy culture, yeah. which is just Berlin's just poor. Like Berlin's the poorest large city in Germany. Yeah. Um, has an extremely high unemployment rate for Germany, um, uh, and money. yet for people who are you know wealthy or well off or come from you know decent backgrounds, like that's never a reality you have to like come and face. You can be, you can live that the nineties are still happening now for you, yeah. Yeah. and that you can live this hedonistic culture of you know history has ended because Berlin, Berlin. for you is a playground, and then when you're done yeah. with it, then you'll move back, back to London or you'll move yeah. back to wherever the fuck you're from. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reality is, is that Berlin, like, okay, one, then the sense of like where Berlin's club culture does come from is, you know, from a, I would say, uh, I hate to use the word gritty, but whatever, you know, <laughs> it has like, you know, of uh you know radical working class or you know radical anarchist background i guess you could like you know say yeah. more specifically and, and you, you can, can like can educate like, yourself about it and like just you know uh, uh pretend no. that you care but in the end it's just no, no. you want to do ket on weekends it, they don't get, they don't give a fuck they don't even pretend to care you know it's like it's at the yeah. level of like you know they just fly here from where wherever they came from and they like what? They, they, you know they do <laughs> you know they work in their startup jobs and then in the weekend they yeah. get fucked and that's it and you know everyone uh, they know is either a dj or an artist yeah like who are also quite well off but yeah. the real people of berlin are all podcasters <laughs> hell exactly. yeah <laughs> I, I, I okay i gotta jump in with a little uh i don't know i gotta be a care lord or something because i so when I first, like, I don't know, when I first really, like, thought, oh, techno's that, like, when it clicked for me, um, drugs may have been involved. But, like, I was just, like, <laughs> what, what I really appreciated about it, especially learning about the history, because, like, you can say, oh, it comes from, uh, yeah, like, the black working class in, in Detroit and, and Chicago and, yeah, the gay scene and all these parties. But what really clicked for me is the fact that, especially in Detroit, and, and I think... Um, I don't know who exactly, but like the members of Underground Resistance, that's the name of the, mm. the trio, right? Like they would even say that like our fathers were like worked in uh, car factories, yeah. you know? And there's just this like rhythm or this atmosphere yeah. of this like futuristic, like, yeah. like the future is fucking bearing down on you. These giant machines, like you're just this little cog in this process. And like there's a kind of rhythm to that. That like whatever you you pull your lever you you assemble the car whatever your role in it is and something about techno to me is and I mean this is like un like I mean, what, Germans what, G- G- Germany's yeah. like take on electronic music in the seventies is also exactly that true yeah you know, like Kraftwerk is true, because true. of modernization and industrialization true. and and just just the idea like what what purpose can art serve under capitalism it's like uh, even though it is just cultural or just aesthetic it is a uh, you you recapture 
this yeah modernism or technology or like this thing that mm. seems alien to you you know the yeah. fucking means of of production that you're just a wage laborer yeah. next to um you can reclaim it for yourself and you fucking produce this and it turns yeah. into art and yeah, yeah. it's a very beautiful thing and i still believe in it <laughs> no no <laughs> you're mean, right but but it's funny it's not a coincidence that it's the end of history that all these machinic noises that was the future it's it's abstracted it's just abstract noise instead of something that arrived at like a historically specific point in time just yeah. dial up noise no, that's, no, that's the thing that's <laughs> the, that's, you no, you're, no you're right that's the thing this I mean, is yeah, why, no, like, true, this, exactly. this, is, this is why like berlin is like a huge techno epicenter and was like um part of the exchange that was made like the with detroit because it's it's almost the same condition. There's like it's just like Berlin is a, is a mainly uh, white city, so it's like the condition of like the white working class. But then you have like in Detroit was the black working class, and this is where there is a this kind of like I don't know like this blur line on like wind velocity, which is not really blurry because the whole story is pretty clear and, and and it was the Belleville Tree and blah 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 and there's like this this uh, author called the Forrest Brown Jr. and I really like that you talk about the aspect of like okay the underground resistance was talking about how their, their, their parents were a factory worker the Forrest Brown Jr. is writing a book will be out in May 25 about assembling a black counterculture and it's exactly about that. It's about how uh, uh, coming from like uh, working in factory, being alienated by the machine, by capitalism, and so on, you create a cultural culture. You create a sound, and 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 that's that's really that's really important. And I I, I wish everyone listening to this will check out this book. <laughs> yeah, we'll have it in the in, that, in the show notes. It does sound really good, but unfortunately, yeah. all of this is making me think about the idea of uh, the German techno scene starting in Wolfsburg, like where the Volkswagen <laughs> family, factory is. And it's just Why like, not? It's just like a Berlin, yeah, it's just like a Berlin nightclub, except like halfway through, everyone gets gassed with Knox because oh, one of them fuck. is one of the Volkswagen leakers. <laughs> how, do I, how do I take the sounds of uh, of car being set on fire and a gun and a gunshot to the back of the head? How do I mix that into my into my art? That's fucked up, but but uh. but yeah, I think you wanted you wanted to talk also about the um, the relationship between the local government and the techno scene as well. Yeah, please. Yeah, please. so like, I mean, what does it mean? So like, it's pretty simple, you know. In Berlin, there's like more than two hundred clubs, which will not be still the case next year. Probably half of the club will be shut down. Um, uh, so what happened is uh, all the club uh, gathered to have like one voice through the club commission which is uh, a lobby for clubs who communicate with the local government and make like for example possible the fact that uh, clubs in Berlin got like a one million check to like uh, isolate their venue uh, and and so on. So it's like it's like it's like a, a dialogue between um, uh, the, the the club owners 
were incarnated into the club commission, which is the office is just uh, upstairs KitKat for for the anecdote, mm. and <laughs> and and the the so like they talk to local government, make sure like basically make sure that they don't get shut down and also make the politician understand uh, how important clubs are in like building landscape in the city who have no industry not really have a tourism industry it's not like the the the, the ten tourism uh, watching the Berlin wall we're gonna make money you know so it's like once again Berlin brought uh, Berlin clubs brought 1.5 billion in 2018. So it's like it's a it's a it's a, it's a huge industry, and this this hot. also the open airs. Really funny, the open airs. Uh, the club Berlin Club Commission set up uh, a set of rules that uh, people throwing illegal open air have to follow to be COVID friendly as these days. So having uh, having a uh, uh, like this disinfectant, uh, taking care of mm. trash, making sure that everybody wears masks, and also uh, there's an initiative now from the Senate for like uh, Berlin clubs to to look into the area where there's like garden or whatever to throw open air. So now there's a huge initiative for people to look for space where they can throw open air. Uh, before like the the Berlin winter hits, right? So yeah, mm. it's like the relationship between the local government and the club. Yeah, Michel Müller is the new father of techno. Yeah, he's, he's ah, fucking yeah, he is. Who is this guy? I, I don't know. I don't know nothing heard... about Berlin politics. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it really. Is I, a... I heard recently that he invented house music. <laughs> <laughs> I really, it really kind of is like the perfect. Uh, example of like I mean I know that then I hate using this word on the show but like this is like the perfect neoliberal relation yeah. of mm. you know state and capital like obviously yeah. like techno something that then that like had its you know legitimate roots obviously then the state's going to come in and preserve it because it's making how many like what would you say 1.5 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. yeah 1.5 billion euros for a local like city economy or I guess city state technically for Berlin yeah um so obviously they're not going to let the clubs go under, even though obviously through market forces, yeah. in quotes, yeah. every single club in Berlin would be, after the, like, the second week of COVID, would have had to close down because yeah. they couldn't pay their rent. But they, yeah. they've had, there's been points in the like, Berlin government's history where they've tried to shut down the clubs. Like, of course, I think yeah. it was like mid-90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then like, the clubs started, club started being subsidized by like Berlin for tourism because in like, the oh, yeah, late 2000s, they realized it was, a idea to realized get rid of it was yeah, yeah. incredibly profitable. Yeah. You know? I love and, when the counterculture is like, you know, the cornerstone of the state economy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean... But it's it, only it, possible yeah, it's because Berlin have no industry, right? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, if they, if they in our industry, they will not give a single fuck about club. Of course, coronavirus has this particular yeah because it's most directly affects uh, large gatherings. Yeah, um, it obviously has a direct effect on um, yeah raves, clubs, techno culture. But I think in another way, in the sense that techno 
raves i mean they also provide a kind of i don't know what you want to call it yeah like a the act of, like the party itself is kind of you know to be uh express yourself or maybe be a little different outside yeah. society yeah. a bit of rebellion counterculture even that i can only now think about uh G-Jack talking about the techno scene <laughs> <laughs> send me the link <laughs> but e- even if you have that like the coronavirus like like we were saying with the entitlement with the like you can only think about it in terms of i mean we know we know all the debates from the u.s like it's either like yeah I'm a good person because I scream at uh, service workers to wear yeah. masks, or all the pedophiles want me to wear masks, so I'm not going to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. post a photo of myself. Fun. Like it's all, it all becomes about yourself, and it seems in the same way the the rave or the club in Berlin for so many people just becomes I need to go get zooted up, <laughs> get on yeah. the weekend. I don't. I, I'm tired no, of doing it in my living room. Like, yeah. like, but it's a ev- mental like health issue kind of, for sure. Uh, like it is me, it is me, five of my best friends, and so much ketamine that <laughs> I will never come out of this K-hole until coronavirus <laughs> is officially over. <laughs> I want to experience the true sense of hedonistic yeah. <laughs> Berlin club culture. But, but do you guys know what I mean? Because like nothing can be understood. Everything is understood in that specific how does it affect me. Like, yeah. Because we're all atomized, and and the form of the rave is supposed to be the thing that fucking brings you all together. Yeah. Like if that yeah. was the countercultural, they were protesting against that atomization 30, 40 years ago. Bomb yeah. and pride <laughs> with your fellow man. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, so on, and so on, and so on, and so on. I think like I think like this way also like Berlin do relatively good with COVID. I don't know about the number now. What are they? Oh no, we're we're still uh, pretty good uh, here. Okay, it's dropping, yeah. yeah. So we it's went dropping? back to green. I think yesterday was like seventy-seven new. Congratulations, cases. everybody! Yeah. Whole city. Because because like it's a really atom atomized city. It's like we social distance all the time. Oh, you know? like yeah. like I've never been in a city where I eat so much alone in the restaurant, and I and I find it like normal. <laughs> and I find it normal. It's called depression. It's yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's like it's a normal thing that that's yeah. onset when you move here. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like because like in Paris, if I eat alone at a restaurant, somebody will like the waitress will ask me, uh, "Are you waiting for someone?" <laughs> because it's not. You don't want that to happen. That that hurts. That yeah, hurts but like, so but like much. because because like in French culture, you can't eat alone. You can't eat alone yeah, at a restaurant. Yeah. It doesn't exist. So, like, I, I guess this way, like, we do so uh, we used to do so good in Berlin with COVID is because the city is so atomized. It's really like everyone to himself and so on. But this is why also uh, what fucks up people a lot uh, with the quarantine thingy because you have like double social distancing, and then people wanna wanna party again and like see people again. It's like a mental health issue at this level. Yeah, the double the double social distancing is like when you're doing like two negatives equals a positive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm going to take this moment since we're talking about gatherings in public to yeah. ask you all gathering you of have, juggalos. Yes, if I you have any comments <laughs> on another, like I said, in the, the same way that the disco right. demolition. <laughs> yes, they are. In the way the disco demolition I'm was down to clown until I am dead in the ground <laughs> was its own kind of rave. I think that in some way the Corona Loigna demo was like a rave for them. Yeah, like a in rave. the same. Storming the that's uh, that. Well, like, well, that's what so that's what fucks me up, man. Because like, like we said, okay, like these people 
this this form of like a party exists to like break people down and you can be together and like you know what i mean and if all that is is just getting zooted individually yeah the only people who truly have raves in the sense that they might still not trust each other but at least they're all flying the same fucking QAnon flag are the corona leugna they get yeah. together and they're yeah. like they they yeah. have this communal feeling that's what scares me most about it i mean running in front of the bundestag whatever like it's that feeling of like damn they're the only ones really living they're the only inspired ones that's what, that's what fucks me up. Rave. True, true. I don't know. What What do you guys think? Do you have any comments on it? I, I thought I will, like it I will happened let right you guys speak a bit, and then awesome. I will jump on it. So uh, we didn't have a chance to talk about it, but it was a big yeah. deal here about yeah. the corona like yeah. yeah, the the, the anti quarantine, oh. the corona deniers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. Uh, yeah, had a big I'm demo. I'm so glad that I can finally have a chance to talk about this because I love the American <laughs> reaction of this. Of like. Oh, can you believe that there are like Nazis and hippies getting together? I don't think people like realize. Okay, first off, before we even go like you know modern like neo-Nazi hippies bullshit, <laughs> like the Nazis were into esoteric bullshit and legitimately had a worldview of a conspiracy theory. Like they are not smart. They're not some fucking like gifted whatever you know bullshit that they are. Like you literally base an entire worldview on the fact that like the Jews are like the Illuminati. And that yeah. then magically intertwined with that is that then that the Aryans are from space and that they like are better than the everybody. amount of Nazis that were just lost in the Tibetan mountains finding the first German <laughs> is basically just a huge list. Yeah, oh. no, no, no. It is. Yeah, they they were fucking stupid. They were they were already like the majority <laughs> of them. Asset, like the people of the upper echelon of the SS yep. were all into fucking like ruins and dumb lame shit like that. Like this is heavily like. You know, intertwined. But good people were trying yeah. to stay indoors, not trying to catch the Spanish flu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah right it's like fucking goose. We we always forget yeah. about this uh, esoteric aspect of like the 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 yeah. Nazi theory and the, and, the, and the Nazi regime. They were fucking yeah. like German EP in that sense. In that sense of like they were into like this. Uh, uh, historical thingy uh, called the Toule, the Toule sect, where they were all involved in, and they were like, yeah, uh, thinking like Germans were from this weird mountain and whatever, and all that shit. So it's like, oh yeah, some of them legitimately thought they were from space. Like, yeah, that's my favorite fucking yeah. So it's like, like it's, Aryan conspiracy it's, theory is that they're a complete not, race of people. It's not I got, far I got seventeen percent uranium in my twenty-three. Yeah, mm. and so like, but then to the sense of like with with you know the the Corona demonstration the other yeah. day about then how Americans just realized that they never actually went away. Yeah. There is very much continuously been a tradition yeah. of neo Nazi conspiracy theories, yeah. just like piggybacking on esoteric stuff because yeah. it was founded on it practically. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's funny. It's funny you say this because it's something we've talked about on the show before. But like Germany being like successful is almost it's like. It's not very explicitly acknowledged, but it's like a it's a cornerstone of like the liberal democratic myth in the US, in the UK, in so many countries. They're like, well, Germany dealt with their past. They have a good, competent government. Like all of these myths are like fundamental. Yeah. I don't know about in France, but like in the US for sure, even if you don't know much about Germany, they're like, Oh well, that's a hope that, you know, they can yeah. do it better. They took care of business and we uh, Yeah, in France in France is it's more like, Oh, German know how to follow rules. And yeah, they're yeah. efficient. <laughs> <laughs> and this, you know, yeah. there's like this kind of like uh, aftertaste of like they're efficient and they don't have to follow rules because they're all not. You know, there's like really this 
aftertaste and like this background of it. Oh yeah, that's that's the only way I can explain it. So like being like all obsessed by efficiency, like it definitely comes up in the UK a lot amongst like um like the anti-colonial kind of crowd yeah. of being like yeah. Germany dealt with their horrific past. Oh yeah, UK this, hasn't. This mm. yeah. yeah, this yeah this aspect also, which is a total lie, right? We all know this, right? <laughs> they don't deal with the <laughs> Like obvious, obviously, obviously, to to like have like all this Corona Lugner demo, which it's not even the first one. You know how many were uh, there? No, you were in one, Rob. You did a fucking uh, Twitter I know, right? live. I gotta go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to catch that Rooney, right? Yeah, yeah. It's an excuse to get really like covered up and then it's very clear you're not with them <laughs> that's one nice thing i'll get you one of those like like um uh did you play red alert too no i'll get you one of the like there's like the flat commandos that have these like really badass suits that have like massive hammer and sickles on them yeah and they're like metal and they're they're really sick i was gonna roll around in one of those bubbles that you pay like it's one of those like experience things. oh you could do that like, too that would yeah. be also cool well, yeah, they try to punch me and stuff. Yeah, they used to have that in in, in, in festival, but but also what I like really what I what I noticed is like the use of the imperial flag. It's literally like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. we can't use the swastika, mm-hmm. so we're gonna use the imperial flag, which like imperial Germany, which is like the Nazi regime, is literally based on imperial Germany, which so it's like literally the same thing, but it's there's no legal implication of this. So we're gonna use that exactly. one. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. it, it, Anyone it, who talks about the Third Reich, ask, ask them what the what what the one before that was. Like, <laughs> they literally they call it the third one. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. We, we could all we could all sit around here and say current Germany is not good. But if you go back at at any point, it's also just not good. No, it's <laughs> like, can we just say that Germany is just canceled, like as yeah, uh, infinitely Germany's canceled. You know, it's just a project. To like uh, kill people and hoard on wealth and like hoard on like uh, natural resources from other exactly. countries. Exactly, Germany like, just that's the, st- like, all, welcome that's the to the anti Deutsch hour. <laughs> that's the whole. I've been thinking right? about it, this it, actually. It, it, it's that's all of Europe, baby. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, but Nick, Nick, yeah, I was yeah, that's about all this. Of, 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 of Europe, but like yeah. the one who succeeded like two times in Germany. <laughs> I want to always have something productive out of an episode. Uh, so I don't know if you guys know, there's like this very online uh, kind of cranky people who who started hashtag normal Marxism because they're okay. like, well, it's not about not clapping. It's about uh, whatever. I don't have much to say about that, whatever. What? But I do want to start hashtag normal anti-Deutschism. All right, we're taking <laughs> it back. Normalize. Right. Enough with the Israel shit. Stop saying like... Yeah. Uh, do it again, Daddy George W. Bush. Cut that shit out. <laughs> We're hating Germany like normal people. Yeah, do you just you okay, just hate okay. it? Simple. Done. So how do we Stop do with that? the other stuff. <laughs> it's, it's done. It's done. You just hate Germany. It's an uphill battle. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I don't it's have a struggle. The struggle. Hashtag get it trending. Yeah, there's no like, there's no like, you know, elaborate thing of like the order of which nations have to end. No, <laughs> it's just that Germany sucks. It's yeah. just looking Germany in Dude. the eye and be like, I hate you. That's I want normal. I want normal jump. emotion. Everyone we're should talking, have that we're, emotion. We're talking yeah. about outfit, so I want to jump into like this slogan 
thrown by a non-church mm. club because in Berlin we have a non-church oh, club. Oh yes. Oh, we're we talking about about blank. And they have a, a uh, body yeah. called Hey Germany Love Tech. <laughs> but then, like a little, a little, a little, a little asterisk that also says "Love Israel." Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> a little. It's deep, join. No? It's like a fucking like. It's a fundraiser to fucking join the IDF. That's the club that has the like the IDF recruitment things. Like, right? Uh, yeah. I think that, that was uh, the one in in Leipzig. They, oh, okay. But, but they, oh, yeah. Yeah, they really. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, the way the ones. And and I used to live next to it, so it's really Con funny Island, for me. And like one time. They had like an advertisement for the Bundeswehr just like next to them. And they shut it down so quickly. It was so funny. I think I posted it on Twitter. Choose your side. <laughs> Which way, Western man? Yeah. Which way? We haven't even talked about how Israel uses techno and electronic music as like a legitimizing cultural. Oh, God. Yeah. We, we, oh, can I a, talk about Eurovision? We, that's we, a whole nother episode. We have no whole time for another that. episode. So your um, main cultural export is topless men from Tel Aviv. You have to talk about D-Trend. Okay. Yeah, D-Trend is true, really true. used in, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Israel and they have like you know, of like producer. Yeah, the number one DJ is Yair Netanyahu. <laughs> <laughs> what? The number one DJ is Yair Netanyahu. Oh my! Is he? I is believe he? that. Is he? <laughs> I believe yeah, you. I don't know. You gotta. I you gotta look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Send me the song uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, his name is Young Apartheid. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like, I can believe this with like Jim yeah, Bolsonaro yeah. Twitch streamer. Like it's all very real. Isn't his other like his other son like a gun YouTuber? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so cool. Brazilian dream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they live in my dream. <laughs> and they, they all like they, they go to Goa after the the military service to take shroom LSD <laughs> and then some pythons. And sometimes they deflect their even good 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 stuff. Yeah. Okay, um, I guess. Uh, do we have any final thoughts? Um, Jean, we could ask you what's the future um, of, of techno? Hate, hate Germany and also, you know, be questionable about techno. What's, yeah, what's coming sure, next? Anything sure. you want to. What's coming next? Well, what's coming next is like the closure or half of the club next year is the, um, the, the, the widening of the gap of like people. Like big clubs, small clubs, people who make big money in the in the scene, and people who make, who make uh, a little money. So it's like the future is like more dystopia. I, I hope. So will the well club scene the... develop a class consciousness, or can we just completely throw that out the window? Uh, the thing is, like, there is like people who already have it, so it's like okay, you have this part <laughs> of the scene, but there is people that. There's no dialogue possible, so they are like part of business technos. They will never, they will never develop any class consciousness or whatever. And and it's like it's like I don't know. It reminds me of like of like this like uh, one of the one thousand scandal that happened in in, in in techno Twitter where uh, you had Nina Kravitz wearing cornrows. And she was like, and she was. <laughs> <laughs> and then she said, I forgot about this. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she said, like, like I'm Asian, 
so I can be racist or whatever bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, she's God. like Tatar or something. Like yeah, that, yeah, or exactly. Or, or, or Kazakh or something. Yeah, yeah. that's because really like in because everything from, after from, the Ural uh, is uh, is Asian, right? Hmm? Oh, she's born in <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So sweet. Dina Kravitz would like to apologize for doing the Dougie behind her <laughs> behind the DJ stand. She's sorry. <laughs> The um, I I do like just the idea of first of all business techno has been said several times yeah. and I understand I understand what you mean by that yeah. but I'm just imagining a bunch of like forty five to fifty five year old very fat men wearing like pale blue shirts and like tucked into their trousers yeah. dancing to beats while like looking at charts. Oh, um, that's nice. That's not far <laughs> from reality it's, because it's, it's like startup kids. There's like there's like this. Um, Rico Label called Drum Code, and it's only bold white men. Beautiful. <laughs> yes. That's fucking awful. I found the original music. Um, also, I went to a party once that was a Psytrance DJ party, and there was nice. a lot of cocaine there, and oh, it was terrible. That's not the usual another... Psytrance party. Or at least, yeah, like, I just. Yeah. I... Well, they, they were a different type of Psytrance people. <laughs> they were business. I, I have to say, I've. I've 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 yo, been to a, breed, I've been yo. to a side trans festival. It was kind of fun. <laughs> no man, it's I I have I have reasons to hate it. I made out with a cute girl, oh, but she nice. was also on cocaine, so I don't know what. I, oh, wait, no. So disgusting. I want I want to address this. I know I have to give up the fact that techno it's it's a neutral space. It's not like inherently uh, left wing. Fucking bodies in space. It's, it's not here. it's not fucking inherently anything. Here, but I have to say exactly what Kieran's saying that this is the club. It's the spot that like you just go to hook up. That's why I hated clubs in the U.S. because I was always fucking anxious. I got to pay twenty dollars for a drink and then stand here being like, eh, "What do <laughs> I do?" Water <laughs> service club, kind of right. I mean, I guess so. Yeah. But I feel like most clubs in the U.S. I mean, oh, it's, like, it's this, like a yeah. corporate club, right? Yeah, yeah. It's there to make money. And this when it came to business, when I, business techno or business EDM, in that well, when I went to the non-business techno for the first time, it was the first time I was like, "All right, I can actually just chill." Yeah, and that was a very beautiful thing for me. I think it can be for other people too. I'm not going with you. <laughs> you're going. <laughs> you're coming. We're all going to bed, guys. No. We'll open again in two years. <laughs> we're gonna vac- We're gonna hold you down and vaccinate you. We're okay, all right. So, a like, comically large needle. We're gonna stick into your butt. I just, <laughs> and, and you already you said in. it. Half the clubs are gonna be closed. I guarantee you, it's going to be all the good ones. No, no. Bergen is <laughs> Bergen is a cultural institution. They don't even pay tax. Like, uh, it's like yeah. a church. They're like a church. church. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we're, we're gonna take you to get baptized, Kiro. Yeah, <laughs> in the giant pool of Yeah, exactly the what I, I wanted think to that say. That, I think that that's the most common story of everyone who goes to Bankine is that then you like you're gonna pee on, on someone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is this guy. This is this guy who asked. When in Rome. Yeah, yeah. Yes, everyone. Piss pig opa. Yeah. Oh, you know him? You know him he's by his... Uh, <laughs> he's he's going to be on next week on the show. <laughs> yeah. No, he just, like, there's this dude who just hangs out in the bathroom and yeah. just asks you if, if you yeah, can yeah. pee on him. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I I bit off a little bit more than I could chew, let's just be honest. <laughs> I don't that knows if we have the Yeah, else. we got to wrap that's this a, up. Uh, that's a good John, conclusion. thank you so much for coming. 
Uh, is oh, there anything you, you want to promote? We'll put your we'll put uh, the articles you, you've been writing for Resident Advisor, uh, your Twitter. We'll put all that in the description. Anything else you want to promote? No, that's it. Uh, just oh yeah, just like people try to be safe, do some risk assessment, but you know there's nothing else to say. We we might be into this pandemic for years because the Spanish rule lasted for years. So brace yourself. Get into Nintendo Switch, stop being a Twitcher or whatever. That's it. <laughs> Wise words. <laughs> Don't start a podcast. It's a fool's Oh, end. yeah, true, true. The true. pool is full. Always like, always <laughs> chilling in the hot tub. No more space. Ban- ban- in the words of Fallout Boy, bandwagons full, catch another. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this song. I'm a pretty huge Fallout Boy fan, but this one I don't know which one is that, it. That's a that's a that's a that's thanks for the memories, man. That's, oh that's fuck! Uh, no, but yeah, this is too mainstream. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck you, Kieran. Thinking you're a real Fallout Boy fan. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess on that note, of Kieran, just you know, you know, uh, becoming a soft boy. I'm becoming a soft boy. Get your dangling earring. Thank you very much, Jean, for, for you, coming on this week. And uh, check him out. We'll have all of his info in the description. And we will see you all next week then. Bye. Thank you, Bye. guys. Bye-bye. Thanks again, Jean. Peace.